This is Painted Black. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Pave It Black, the official podcast of the National Asphalt Pavement Association. My name is Richard Willis. And I'm Brett Williams. And today we're here to talk about the road forward. In January of 2022, the National Asphalt Pavement Association launched the road forward, a program that was really designed to educate, engage, and empower the U.S. asphalt community to produce and construct net zero carbon emission asphalt pavements by 2050. Now, when this program was launched, we realized that it was going to be a pretty daunting task for the industry, and that in order to really make it accomplish, we were going to need some help. So today, I'm interested to learn a little more from some of our initial partners to the Road Forward program, and really try to learn a little bit of what they saw as some of the value propositions for signing on to the program. So today, we're here to talk to some of the inaugural partners we have Will Hadica and Bob Karimko from Peckham and Dan Stabell from Cargill. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. And could you just tell us a little bit about yourselves and your companies? And we'll start with, with Will and Bob and then go over to Dan. My name is Will Hadica. I work for Peckham Industries. I'm currently our sustainability lead, and I've been with Peckham Industries for about two years. And I'm Bob Yaremko. I work with Peckham Industries. I've been with the company for 37 years. I'm currently the Vice President of Environmental Health, Safety, and Technical Services. I'm Dan Stabell with Cargill. Uh, Cargill is a global company uh, affiliated in the agricultural space, and I'm with our Asphalt Anova Solutions Group. I'm the North America Business Development Leader. So I was kind of hoping to start out and maybe learn a little bit about where each of you, I guess, learned about, heard about the road forward initially and how the program set industry's vision for net zero emissions by 2050. And we can start with Dan. Thanks, Brett. The NAPA annual meeting that was held in January of 2022 really was my first kind of initiation into the road forward program that NAPA had launched. Richard came out on stage and did a great job of obviously putting this whole initiative on the table for the industry to uh, really take in. I'll have to admit at that very moment, I got very connected to it, certainly have been involved in the sustainable practices at Napa for a period of time. And so to hear uh, that whole discussion was really very exciting to me and certainly took that excitement back to the folks at Cargill to share with them as well. How about you, Will? When did you learn about the Road Forward? We learned about the uh, Road Forward program in uh, April of 2022 at the uh, World of Asphalt. Um, Richard, again, gave a presentation there. And we had known that sustainability is something that we're certainly on board with. We're always looking to improve our practices. In this industry, though, we felt it was certainly something that needs to be a collaborative approach and when we heard Richard kind of give his uh, presentation, we kind of felt that that would work well with us and kind of help us unite across the country with other producers to help move the needle forward. So there's a little bit of a difference between just looking at a program and saying, oh, that's nice. We can get behind that. And really kind of, for lack of a better phrase, putting your money where your mouth is and investing in it 
and putting your name behind it and saying, yes, this is something that we believe is important. And Peckham and Cargill were really the first companies out of the gate to sign up to be a part of that partnership and put your name on the line with Napa and even invest some resources to help us accelerate some of the initiatives that we want to run forward. Why did your companies decide that this was a program that was worth getting behind and and aligning yourselves with and really even investing in to help the industry move forward? And we'll start with Peckham this time. So the way we would look at it is at Peckham is is that really our destination and, and where we're looking to go is irrelevant to the road forward. And our company goal is to get to a net zero and continue to in, improve on sustainability. So that's good and great. And we, but what we really need is we need the industry to move forward. A lot of the things this program kind of provides is it allows us to kind of unify and collaborate with other mixed producers to improve upon this, you know, whether Peck Ministries wants to go with an 80% wrap mix or 100% mix, you know, and in a lot of ways, it's kind of irrelevant. It's really what gets pecked on the job. And I think, you know, we certainly need more than just Peckham Industries wanting to, to move this needle forward. It really needs to be an industry effort. So when we learned about the Road Forward program, we saw that it really aligned with our vision as a fourth generation family owned business. We see things for long terms and we try to operate in that manner. Um, the vision of, of net zero by 2050 is certainly something that's talked about, certainly in, the, in our industry and throughout the world. And we want to be part of that. The Peckham family's committed to reducing our uh, impact on the, the areas where we operate and also operate in a sustainable manner. Our goals seem to align perfectly with the road forward vision. And we want to be part of it. We jumped in early and we want to see others do the same. Yes, Richard, as far as your question regarding getting on board with the road forward, at Cargill, we have our sustainable vision that says nourish the world in a safe, responsible and sustainable way. And after hearing the whole discussion around Napa and the efforts to move forward, we, as the road solutions area of the Cargill family, really took it to heart because we know that there are certainly products and things that can be used in the asphalt paving industry to really uh, align and lower our overall carbon footprint. Our efforts, certainly within the warm mix additive family or rejuvenator family of improving or increasing overall wrap utilization are really those tools that are really the low-hanging fruit and things that we can bring to the market right away. So I guess that was what our initiative was and felt like we've got something here that we could really help and partner with the folks at Napa and certainly the industry. Well, thank you. I'll start with you, Dan, but I pose this question to both companies. I guess I'm kind of curious if you could share a little more detail on your company's plan to contribute to the program to help really move the industry forward. So I know, Dan, you kind of talked about some of the technologies. I'm just kind of interested to hear some of those plans that you have in place, maybe more near term, that are things that you see that can really help keep this program going or move things forward towards that net zero goal in 2050. Yeah, as far as our efforts in partnering and obviously I guess using the word promoting this overall road forward goal, it's our effort to certainly educate the industry. 
certainly working with all of our education or industry partners to really help them. How do we lower our uh, carbon footprint? What tools would we indeed have? So we really do believe that education, really helping the industry, handling some of these uh, uh, products going forward is really our best effort in trying to help uh, partner again with Napa and the industry in this overall initiative. I want to Peckham, do you have some things you could share that the company is doing to kind of help the industry move towards these goals, whether it's greater industry things or things that within your company you're kind of working on to improve things at the company locally? Yeah, what, one of the first things that comes to mind is our commitment to using high wrap mix designs. We are partnering with the state of New York to look at a 50% mix design on a, a local highway project. The currently top is limited to 20%. Also in, involved in some of the local colleges, one being Manhattan College. We're doing a, a study on wrap rejuvenators. How can we take a mix in a high wrap content and have that mix operate? One of our main, major focuses here at Peckham is recycling pavement, recycling in place. So we're not trucking materials across a county or a state. We, we do a large amount of coal in place recycling. Last year, we did over 2 million square yards of pavement, both uh, in coal in place and full deck reclamation. Uh, in our mixes, we want to use as much wrap as possible to, and while providing a proper product for our customers. Um, last year, we used probably half a, a million tons of wrap in our mixes throughout plants. So always looking for ways to improve the usage of wrap and kind of drive down the need for virgin materials. Hey, Brett, I would like to add one more comment if I could. One of the things that we at Cargill and this whole partnership effort revolves around is as we look at warm mix. Certainly the industry has been dealing with and utilizing warm mix for a significant period of time, 10 or 15 years, certainly. But now we're really embarking on kind of defining this warm mix as a low temperature warm mix, really trying to lower those emissions from our heating of our product. And so one of the things that we certainly want to do is partner and educate all of our customers on how to really make this, what I'm going to call a step change, really trying to lower the temperature and really be able to do it in the field, in our superintendents, with our foreman, with all of our labor force out there, really knowing how to make sure that we can place this product very effectively, get the density that we really need and the quality in our product. So that's one of the efforts that we're certainly going to be reaching out and moving forward to help the industry in really making what I'm going to call, again, this step change. That's a really good point, Dan. Here in New York, starting this year, New York State DOT, every project that they let is requiring to use hot warm mix asphalt, a big game changer, as you noted. And now we need to educate local counties and towns the importance of warm mix. It's an easy switch, but that education has to start. It has to start in a ground root level where we reach out to town supervisors and highway superintendents and just note the importance of the technology, how it works better for the environment, and how it's a great product. 
and the state is on it. Now we need to get everyone to switch over. One of the things that I commonly hear when I talk to people about this program is like, 2050 is such a long way, and zero seems like such a a difficult number. And both of your companies have not just said, okay, we need to do this, but you've really embraced this mentality that this is not just something that we need to be doing, it's something that we really have to be doing as an industry and taking on these goals. What would you tell people if they're sitting there wrestling with, is this something we not, I guess there are two questions a lot of people are asking is, is this something we should do? Or is this something that we even can do? How would you respond to to those questions? And we'll start with Will and Bob over at Peckham, then go to Dan. Well, part of our mission is providing value that serves the community's interests. And again, this is, is something that certainly fits that. And I think that's what companies really need to to sit down and figure out is, you know, what is the mission and what are the values they're looking to bring to the communities they, they work in? Is this something we should do? Any given morning, you turn on the news and you, you hear about the temperatures around the world currently in Europe. They're, they're experiencing devastating high temperatures throughout the United States. Here in New York, we're about to head into a long heat wave. We need to change. The world needs to change. We need action. 2050 may be maybe too far forward, but this industry has always been able to rise up and look at a problem and fix it. We want to be part of that. Every little bit of conservation matters. So the smallest plant, the smallest project makes a difference. And we've, we've got to change. We've got to change the way we operate and educate people, educate our customers, come together to, to make this change. Can we do it? I definitely think this industry can make things happen. We're contractors, we're manufacturers, we're large companies. We, uh, this is what we do. Give us a problem um, and we'll fix it. We'll figure out a way to do that. And we're looking forward to it. This is a big challenge, something exciting. Yeah, Richard, to your question about should we or can we do this meeting this goal of zero emissions in 2050? And I think, uh, as Bob articulated, it absolutely is the right thing. And, and we can do this as an industry. The thing is, is that we can't uh, wait for the next generation to try to tackle this, this issue. This is something that we have at our fingertips today. We have tools that we can certainly start to initiate and utilize in our everyday industry. It's just a matter of taking that first step. And I think in the launching of the road forward, that was the initial step. And now as an industry, we've got to embrace it. We need to embrace it. There are things that we can do as companies across the U.S. And uh, so absolutely, it is something that we uh, should do. And I know with the, with the heart of this industry, we can do it. We put our minds to it. And uh, we just got to make these first steps, educate our troops, and move forward. You've shared a lot and we've gotten to a good amount of detail about the contributions that you're planning to put into the road forward and some of the activities your companies are taking on. I'm kind of curious if there are any other focus areas that are paralleling the initiatives within the program that maybe we haven't touched on that you could share, or if we've pretty much exhausted most of all those topics, just wanted to 
throw that out there and see any focus areas or things that you'd like to talk more on? One thing, Brett, that we would, Cargill and and our efforts would be around is we give several presentations on different products and utilizations and those kinds of things to agencies and contractors in the bit. We've really utilized and embraced the branding of the road forward that Napa has. And I think it's it, it builds that messaging around that, whether it's in our social media, LinkedIn posts, or presentations that we're giving to groups. We like to incorporate that message just because it's so important and it does indeed help get the word out. So we will continue to do that, assist Napa's efforts in um, educating and getting the uh, information out. And again, it's branding methodology that we want to try to do. I'll just say we we also like to get uh, groups of counties and towns, officials, highway superintendents together. And we are definitely going to promote and use the the vision of road forward with these groups as as we just discuss better ways of operating better products really bringing together that vision and then putting it in place in, out in the field um, you know what an, another thing that just came comes to mind I don't know if it's related to road forward but the last two years we've we've joined a, a group it's the wildlife habitat council they're just a group that helps companies such as Peckham and others concentrate and put together a strategic plan to operate in an environmentally sound manner. Um, This is really taken off within our company where we have employees throughout working on projects from simple things like putting in bluebirds boxes to setting up bee apiaries, uh, forest management, protection of the wetlands that surround our properties. You know, typically producers in our industries have a, a great deal of buffer property around our around our plants, and we're looking for ways to improve those buffer properties to uh, improve the biodiversity in those properties and and get our employees involved. So, I think the Wildlife Habitat Council is uh, their motto is "Every little act of conservation matters." So, putting it all together, it's just another way of helping our employees, teaching them, and then uh, also having some fun. We should have some fun work doing. Let's rise to the challenge. Let's let's rise to that channel, have some fun, and, and see what we can do to make a difference. Today, we've talked a good amount about education and communication. And one of the tools that NAPA has is the Emerald Eagle Label EPD tool. I'm just interested to hear if you've used that tool or used that EPD or are familiar with it in terms of how that can help customers or help educate people about what asphalt mix is and some of the sustainable products or different things that we're doing with the asphalt mixes. Dan, you can start. Well, Cargill for our Anova road solutions products, both warm mix and our uh, rejuvenators, we are in the process of developing an EPD for that. And that EPD then will be in and can be incorporated into the industry's EPDs. That's part of uh, the additive uh, kind of packages that are going to be out there and available to contractors to make their individual EPDs more usable and more valuable. And one of the things that we certainly like about that whole concept is the idea of what does make a difference. 
when we start putting an EPD together? Does increasing our wrap, does reducing our transportation, do additives indeed help or does it change the impact of the overall EPD tool? And I think benchmarking it and really educating our industry on how they can be used is an important part. And we certainly hope to partner with Napa and their efforts in moving that forward. How about at Peckham, Will, or Bob, have you had experience working with EPDs? We started with the Eco Emerald program in uh, probably November of, of 2021, and, and we're trialing a, a number of plants and inputting the information. And I think one of the things we found most helpful is, you know, it's an effective way to measure the carbon footprint of our products. What better way to educate with DOT or a municipality switching to a higher wrap mix than, than to have a technical document to back that up? So again, we, we found it extremely helpful. Will is taking the lead on this, so I'll just echo his thoughts. Yes. Yeah, thank you. We've talked a lot about the program and your contributions and some of the efforts and focuses that your companies have. I was curious if you had any thoughts about some really important steps um, in the near term since they're so since we're so far out with a 2050 overall goal. And we have near-term goals, but I just was curious, like from your perspective or your company's perspective, what do you what do you really see as critical in achieving in the next two to five years or more short term? Brett, to that point, you know, to really launch this program and get it, you know, kind of um, out of the starting gate, it really will become important for Napa uh, to partner with all industry in really benchmarking some of these early successes, really being able to articulate what have we done to really move the needle forward or even out of the starting gate. And the industry, once they kind of see where some of these things can and are indeed making a difference, whether it's the RAP survey or being able to dissect, you know, more around the uh, efforts around warm mix and low temperature warm mix, being able to actually articulate some of those changes in the marketplace, measure them and share that with the industry will, in my opinion, certainly help in moving the needle forward in getting everybody else saying, I don't want to be left in the starting gate. I need to get out and get in front of this and really assist the industry in moving it forward. I'll just add, you know, that there's in the near short term, that strategic plan that Napa puts together, that there's so many people in this industry, really good companies that that we need to draw from ideas as, as we move forward from plant manufacturers to additive manufacturers, the people that make the mix to the people that put it down to the owners and customers that are calling for the mixes. So however, we got to draw on all that talent and put that into a plan and make sure we're doing it in a, in a manner that drives forward to that ultimate goal. So important. And, and, and I think we, we find and you know, throughout the, the industry, people are there and they want to share information. Sometimes you just got to tap into the right people. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah, I would just add one more thing, and that's just the openness to change, right? We've seen it in a number of places where nobody wants to be the first person to, to try this or that. And, you know, certainly at, at Peckham Industries, you know, we've pushed 
push for being open, open to try that change. And, and, and you know, a lot of that is through partnership. You know, I, I think we, you know, we partnered with Cargill on a, on a job in Yonkers, uh, New York, and we're able to increase the wrap up to 40%. But, you know, we're certainly, uh, certainly willing to push the needle on that. And, that goes for, you know, different technology that's out there, whether it be, uh, you know, burner technology, whatever it is, it, it, it's certainly going to take an openness to, to change the way we're doing things and, and transform the way we're doing things. Thank you. Well, thank you all for being with us today on the, the podcast and sharing a little bit of your time and what your companies are doing and how they have really taken leadership and embracing this program and Really, like I said, stepping into a leadership role and helping the industry not just see that this is something that we need to do, but it's the, the right thing to do and something that we can, with proper commitment, achieve together as an industry. So thank you all again for, for your support and in your time today. You're very welcome. Glad to be welcome. So after listening to that discussion today, and even... Echoing some of the things I've heard as I've gone around the country and talked on this topic is the idea of partnership comes up to over and over and again. And that's even one of the reasons why Napa started this opportunity for industry to come together and be partners in the road forward is individual companies can do something, but it really is going to take people working collaborative with their material suppliers and additive suppliers and people writing the specifications we're all in this together and we all have to figure out how do we make this work. And if we're trying to do this on an island, it's something that we're going to struggle with and make, and that's when it's going to be impossible. When we work together with a common goal, that's when we'll be able to achieve some of these things, which may seem daunting and may seem challenging, but really together they're possible. I'll take the other spin on that and just Part of our conversation talked about those little changes and how those are important too, and how the companies have made some efforts with recycling or additive technologies. And while the big effort and where we're going, the goal is big and it's going to take everybody doing it. There's also the efforts that are being made on the company level that are important is helping make those steps in the right direction. So whether it's working with a local council on environmental um, topics and engaging employees on those to, you know, technical areas of expertise with material production or placement or those types of things. I think there's a lot of opportunities out there and keeping your mind open to the change. And those were really my takeaways from today's conversation. Thanks for listening to Pave It Black. Visit asphaltpavement.org slash podcast to find more episodes, suggest a topic or guest, become a sponsor, or learn more about NAPA. Pave It Black is produced and copyrighted by the National Asphalt Pavement Association. Music by Colleague. As always, thanks to the dedicated workforce connecting diverse communities all across America. Keep on paving it black.